And hello, hello, welcome everyone. We were saying hi to our Facebook family and we want to remind you, it is Sunday and whenever it's Sunday is free talk. Free talk with Mr. B and we have our host here, Samina. Hello everyone, good evening. And I'm so happy to say that we are in the same studio. If you see this time, <laughs> how this has happened is uh, that I've had the privilege and honor to host uh, Mr. and Mrs. B <laughs> uh, today and uh, they were here. And we had a very nice sumptuous lunch just now. Right. <laughs> and we're here on the podcast. And uh, Assalamu alaikum, Sister Mareen. Uh, welcome. Assalamu alaikum. Yes. As, as we end the season, this is uh, the last episode of our season. And we all wanted to be together. So, uh, yes, we are going to be talking about the last nugget, which is how employers give back to their employees. And uh, yes, we've talked, we've spoken about how businesses give back to the customers last week. So this week it's about how employers give back to employees. So I think, yes, it's, um, you know, give and take relationship always between the employer and the employees. And a lot of companies have been uh, giving a job to the employer. Employee is not uh, the starting and the end to just giving to an employee. I feel we can do much more. But before I uh, start on with my perspective on it, I would like to hear first, let's go with uh, Sister Mehreen. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And yes, it's so lovely to see both of you in the same space. It's gorgeous. Well done. Um, and I'm jealous of the sumptuous lunch already. <laughs> so, um, Good afternoon, good evening, good morning to whoever from wherever you are in the world. It's an amazing topic today because it's very important, uh, I think, for especially the employee. I think right now everyone that's an employee is waiting to hear what we have to say more than an employer. Um, now, one of the things we know that, that's hit many employees in the past two or three years, it's a downgrade. Downgrade of a salary, downgrade of a job, even a loss of a job. And I have known of many of an employer who had to, you know, remove their, their their employees because of whatever hit by COVID and here in South Africa when the riots hit and then the floods. So lots of things affected businesses. And I know a few employers who even after retrenching and losing their employees still took the time to find out how they were doing even though they were not in their employee anymore. And I know those employees personally and I know they felt so humbled and so honored that the people that used to pay them a salary would care about them even though they don't work for them anymore. So one of the key factors for me that an employer needs to always give that employee more especially when they really work for you and they dedicate their time and loyalty to you is that you give them back that time of recognition. It's not necessarily the time in form of their money because that money is what they're earning by being you know your employee. But the time and recognition of them as a person, how are you? A good morning, a good afternoon, a blessing in just that greeting is something that actually motivates your employee. Um, when you are somebody who is, you know, I, I, I've had people work for me. And one of the key things for me is I used to always want to know if they are okay, not in the sense of my productivity life, but in the sense of are they really okay to be there in the space that they're in? So I'd like to know if something is wrong with their child. I'd like to know if something is wrong at home, not because I want to cry, but because then I understand if things are not going accordingly at work. So I think a key factor for an employer is always give your employee that time and recognition. It also makes it easier for you when you have to do your assessment of your employee at some point. So yeah, that's just my, my take for now. 
Yes, that's wonderful. I'd like to add that, yes, uh, more than giving directly to the employee, it's also the employer's responsibility to ensure that they are addressing uh, anything which is troubling or anything which is disturbing their employees. With this, I would uh, want to refer to the toxic environments sometimes and the acceptance of the toxic environment just because, you know, it's a norm the way it is and it's continuing to be that way. And uh, certain employees who are very passionate, who are just so dedicated and going the extra mile, doing whatever they can. And they are the other set of employees who are just, um, you know, they just want to take the credit for everything. However, they don't want to work hard. They just feel that, okay, I will do it the smart way. What I would do is I would just stay there and take the credit and just say that I have done it. You know, but this thing, uh, the first employee, the first type of employees I spoke about who are the hard workers may not be able to express at times. However, yeah. it's duty of the employer to identify the toxic behaviors, the toxic environments, and ensure that they are free as an organization of all these toxicities, which will create a very uh, relaxing as well as a very comfortable environment for e either, you know, and then the employees who are working hard will always continue to work hard. Otherwise, it's a disturbance. What yes. do you have to say, to be? Yeah. <laughs> well, some may wonder why, um, why is this a nugget? Um, my perspective for why it's a nugget of giving back or a giving back nugget was I look at things in a cyclical formation where we start and where we finish. And in life, a lot of times, in order to engage ourselves in something, we have to close the loop. And if we got a job, we think um, the way you get up and be prepared Hey Deidre, how are you doing? Hey, how you doing, guys? Fine, Hello, fine. Welcome to. I'm late. Gosh, it, it's quite okay. We look forward to seeing you early, late, as long as you're here. Sometimes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Running back to Ajman. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were just talking about how um, or why we're using this nugget in the podcast as a as a form of giving back and and maybe asking questions more like does employers owe, really owe a, a giving back scenario to the employees um, does the employees owe anything to the employer well, we went over that before and so mm. saying from a cyclical perspective is when things start off from the home, where we say charity begins <coughs> at home and we start giving back at home. Well, every employer, every corporation, every business has someone there who may be a mother or a father or a brother or a sister, right? Someone from a yes. household. So hold, hold that thought for a minute. And so we were at a household getting ready to eventually get to a place of employment so what does the what does the business owe as a form of giving back well they owe us a chance to apply every facet of what we have learned during the learning cycle and developmental cycle to come and apply it at the place of business and so it's not like the manager or the boss wasn't a mother or a father it's not that they wasn't a brother or a sister. They learned the same things too. Like the first phase of giving back by saying, hello, good morning, how are you? And being sympathetic, empathetic, and so on. So mm -hmm. they shouldn't uh, stop applying those principles. So when we meet them at the place of business, yeah. 
then it's an interchange of encouragement mm -hmm. for giving back in general. And that's why we wanted to leave this nugget for last, because we were building on it mm -hmm. all along mm -hmm. the way about children and parents. And, and even the last week we talked about what, what we, good customer service. So now if we gave a good customer service, what does the business really owe? And maybe Deidre, you can tell us some of your thoughts. What does the business really owe to, um, if, to its employees as a form of giving back. What does the what is the business owed by the employees as a way of giving or even back? Two, or even two, because again, to the employees, right? Because the employees well, gave them, right? Okay. Um. You know what? I'm going to relate this to something very personal. I have two employees of my own, and and our employee. Um, we're not a company, we're a household, but you know, I do have a special needs son and I have two full-time caregivers that work for me. So I am their employer and I owe these guys, I mean, for what they're doing for me, which is giving me quality care for my son and making my life more comfortable, I owe them you know, a safe place to work. I owe them their salary on time every That's month so that they, their family back home doesn't have to worry when they're going to get their money, you know, because I know they're also supporting children, you know, it would be really wrong for them to have to wait. And, you know, and also time, enough time to rest, enough food, you know, healthy food to eat so that they stay healthy. Because if they stay healthy, they're healthy to work for us, you know, I mean, a, a healthy, happy employee is a good employee, you know, and in return, I do feel 100% that these two guys, because of the way I treat them and the way I take care of them in that way, they give me 110%. Yes. They really do. They go out of their way for me. They And, and I, it's not like a situation where, I mean, I've seen other employees come and go, you know, and they do the bare minimum and they do only what's in their job description to do because they don't really like their employer very much you know and they're really just there for the salary you know and but i mean when you kind of go out of your way to make sure they are comfortable and they are safe they feel safe and they feel protected you know they will go out of their way for you too i mean they they do far more than just look after ibrahim they're like uncles you know in the house for even my other kids you know they're like brothers you know they to me i feel like they're not even they're more like lovable brothers you know than that i just have that just happened to work for me <laughs> so it's really become quite the environment and one of them has worked for me for almost 10 years now hasn't wanted to leave you know, so they reward me back with loyalty, you know, loyalty is what they get. So I think these principles apply to every employment situation, every. not just to mine. Yes. You know, the employee gives loyalty and especially if you keep giving them moderate, you know, some raises so that they have their feel like they're moving up. You know, they're always getting rewarded by a little increase in salary every time they do a new contract safe, protected, healthy environment, then yeah, you're going to get absolutely great care out yeah. of them as well. And, and Sister Maureen was nodding and applauding, yes? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. That's exactly um, what my, my perception is, is you have got to give in order to get back. Remember, that is your employee, maybe, 
But for that person to leave their space, their happy space, their home, their families, they're giving to you 110% because they're expecting a little bit in return. And if you're giving 110% back to them, they're not getting a little, they're getting more than they bargained for and they're going to give you even more. So remember, if you want out of them, you need to give to them. And the best way to give to an employee is really to be able to take care of not just them, but their needs. Their right. salary that you are paying is taking care of their need. What is their need? Their need is their family to be taken care of. Their need mm-hmm. is for them to be exactly what they were saying. Feeling safe, feeling secure, not feeling threatened that, oh my gosh, am I really going to have a job tomorrow? This is somebody who genuinely cares for me, so I really want to give back. So I'm applauding because she's saying exactly what I feel. It's, it's almost like a double And I swear I didn't talk to Deidre before this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <But> <laughs> we didn't arrange this, I swear. It was a perfect example because if you transplant her employment scenario into a, a, a building, what's called a brick and mortar storefront building, exactly. and provided that service for her children and, and other people's children, the same expectations will apply. And so when these expectations are applied, we're saying that is an employer giving back to the employees. The employee might say, well, I worked for it, but what you're giving them back is like Sister Moreno saying, it's it's a livelihood and they appreciate it. Now in the the early 90s, they were doing analysis as to what makes employees happy. What does employers need to give the employee to make them feel comfortable, happy, and satisfied. And you know, the salary was really low on the list of things that needed to be given back. And right. on the list was appreciation. Yes. yes. Right. I do think that that's very important to mention. I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, that that's another thing that as an employer, I feel like I have to really rain down upon on the, the people that work for me, especially when they do. It's not much different than raising kids, you know, because, you know, your children, you tell them good stuff when they do good behavior and only reprimand them when they do something wrong, right? <laughs> or, or give them a negative reward. So uh, the employees are absolutely the same. When they did great, you know, that Ibrahim... You know, he did a great painting today or they they encouraged him to learn a new skill or something. I'm like, well, it's just because of you guys. It's all you, you know, it's your effort. It's your your expertise. You did your research. You got in there. You you guided him and he trusted you. So bravo to you. And, and you know, um, I just want to add in something. I just want to. I just want to add in something quickly. Uh, some may be listening to us and thinking this is just a, it's a fantastic scenario to have to put into a home scale business or a small scale business. It doesn't work in corporate. And I'm here to tell you, I come from corporate and it very much does work in corporate. Actually, you get more productivity out of your corporate people if you implement something as small as this because it's not small. It might be a small principle, but it has a big outcome. Because yeah. I know, for example, when I had over 50 people that I would have to have to govern every day from a compliance perspective, mm-hmm. and I would get to my office deliberately on time so that I could make sure I greeted each one of my people personally. I would exactly. walk in from the back door, not from the front door, and I would greet my lady who makes my tea first. I'd ask her how she was. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd greet my secretary last, but I would greet everybody else who makes my job so easy 
personally and I would then notice who is not at a desk and I'd ask why they're not at work are they at a funeral did they lose somebody are they not well because that's the only way I will know so right. I would make sure my diary time begins just after that happens and I promise you if you meet or speak to any one of those people um, I won't be able to find them now but I'm sure I try they would tell you the one thing they remember about me is not a payment of a salary is the fact that I would greet them every day just that small right. little gesture from me made the right. difference and it's so amazing just what appreciation of your employee can do for you yeah. activity wise Yes. I agree. I mean, they, they feel seen when you do that. It's important yeah. that people feel seen. You know, that's just as much of a reward as anything. You know? Yeah. You know, Samina um, works with a, her, I think it's a corporate responsibility part of the department. Yes. Here. Yes. In, in your corporate responsibility, we are, as employees, let's say I work for you, I would get a compensation structure. Mm -hmm. Some of those things on a compensation structure? Uh, yes, of course, from a human uh, resources perspective, you know, they are, uh, there's something called employee engagement or employee relations, where you, uh, apart from the financials, you ought to take care and ensure, just like Ms. Uh, Deidre mentioned, you know, there should be a healthy and happier environment for the employees to be able to do what they are there for. And uh, so th that is taken care of by, uh, you know, most of the corporates and there is there are certain policies which govern that. However, yes, um, in the recent times with COVID hitting many of the companies, just like we spoke at the beginning of the podcast, you know, there's a lot of cost cutting which has happened. So unfortunately, there's not too much of a budget for employee engagement activities and, you know, <laughs> uh, doing the extras because that's not on the priority list, which is sad for the companies. And I think uh, companies should not be giving up uh, that aspect because though it's not seen, it's not measured, it's a subjective thing, but then it's very important to be able to have a mm -hmm. happier employee. You know, you need to give those extras, you need to give those perks, you need to ensure that the person is comfortable. You know, I was, mm -hmm. uh, while you guys were just speaking, I was pulling up a message on my LinkedIn, which I received uh, just last week. Um, this was about um, 10 years ago. When I was working in India, I had a team of about 14 people across uh, one each on in, in, in each city in India. And one of them in Jamshedpur was uh, Abhishekar. His name is Abhishekar. And today, after 10 years, he is the vice president for corporate communications in uh, Fuji, India, in, uh, you know, the Fuji films. That's okay. uh, so th there he is. And uh, when I uh, dropped him a message saying that, congratulations, Abhi, I'm so proud of you that you've reached this because I was his first boss. So <laughs> then he wrote back to me and I, I really felt humbled. You know, he wrote back to me saying that from the time you taught me to writing the internal communication emailers, from the time you taught me to put up a poster in, a, in the right way, to now, I owe everything to you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so nice. So yeah, you know. uh, that time I used to be so particular with my team that you know, guys, it's not about just coming here doing the job like a tick mark activity. That yes, 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 I have done right. these things today and I go back home. It's about how you put your mind and soul into it and how you do it passionately. And today you see the results of you know each one of my team members. Alhamdulillah, I see them in best of the places and best of the designations because they enjoyed working with an employer or a boss or a manager who was 
you know, probably mentoring them in a way that their future was going to be good. It's not just that. <laughs> so that that's, is that just highlights that just highlights one very important factor for me, and that is that when you are an employer, you don't actually realize the long-term effect of what you are doing with your employee. Yes. Some of, yeah. I mean, now, for example, this is 10 years on, Samina. So I think, wow, you know, kudos to you. But I'm saying lots of the employees, even in the negative form, when you are speaking negatively to an employee, when you are not doing what you're supposed to do as an employer and you're really belittling or you decharacterizing your employer, employee, you don't know that the actual long-term effect that may have yeah uh, on your employee you know and, and i think it is so commendable to you that you have marked something so positively in someone that they could excel on their own straight after yes. so an employee mm-hmm. needs to really know they whatever they do with an employee actually does have a, a mindset frame that you create yes. with your employee it's wonderful yes. yeah and and you know and, and i appreciate that because it, it's impacting all of us and it's why we brought up a lot of these subjects in the uh, the book the art of giving back we went over all of the nuggets in this particular book because we wanted to have those conversations mm-hmm. around giving back and uh, no doubt when we get the itemization why i brought up the compensation structure in in most um companies there's a list of vacations monthly salary medical benefits and so on that you will get from your employer whatever leave but there's no listing there that says the impact of saying thank you there is no listing really there that says the impact of pulling someone to the side and say you know i really appreciated how you helped the team you know we we relied on you and you delivered thank you so much and so sure. an employee walks away with an employer giving them that kind of feeling that pat on the back that sense of appreciation is yes. a form of giving back because they don't have to and so we remind all of us and all of our listeners that yes they are mothers and they are fathers they are brothers and they are sisters they came from a house they came from a household where they where they learn to give back where they established giving back and as we were preparing the household they went to work and applied the same things they learned and that's closing the loop like us closing the conversation around the art of giving back <laughs> it was such it was really great to come well to done. the end, <laughs> well the done, end yeah. of this whole series <laughs> of giving back the art of giving back we will always talk about giving back but not necessarily these particular nuggets we'll always encourage um our listeners to go to um, amazon and kindle and and be able to <coughs> order a, one of these books um and we will always encourage like when we go on to the next program you me and ice tea to talk about some of the books we we'll start featuring the books mm-hmm. that are available and some of the short films that Deidre puts up and we'll always be sharing but we'll come back to our audience we'll come back to our listeners with more conversation yes. on this free talk because we have a chance to share the platform with many so we can keep giving back in such a way that we give back voice to those who want voice in this wonderful family program free talk with Samina free talk with Deidre free talk with Marine and free talk with Mr V yes so as we wind down we want any last words no That's it's brother. been a absolute pleasure i think all the three of us have enjoyed being on the season throughout the year we started in jan 
and we are closing in December, which is uh, you know we all deserve a pat on us. We do. It's been wonderful, and you know, in doing all these podcasts, just look back and see how many people we also had as guests on these uh, episodes. We have really given back to them. Many of them have started their podcasts. Who I know, who have come on our show and then oh, just, wow. started, just right. starting their podcast. It's incredible. So, Yes, it's been a great experience, Mr. B. I think that you know it's really been encouraging. I think the, all of us even feel like we're more conscious conscious of how we give back in daily life or having been on this podcast. So you know, well done there. Even just affecting us three, I'm sure we've gone out and applied it. You know, like actively in our daily lives. So. Yeah, and my podcast came as a result of this one, You, Me, and Ice Tea. So I'm quite happy about that. It's lovely. It's been a wonderful experience. And I'm thankful for it. <laughs> it's great. So, um, yes. Samia, any final? Yes, I am absolutely grateful, firstly, to my creator for bringing all of you into my journey. And I'm, for, I'm grateful to you, Mr. V, for this platform. Samina Dedra, it's been amazing creating the sisterhood as well. Um, yes, I look forward to the free talk with Marine, which begins next year, inshallah. So it's going to be amazing. But I want to just say that I think the, the actual um, book itself has got many nuggets, yes. But the art of giving back is exactly what we have all learned, is there is an art in how you give back to your community, to your family, to yourself. Um, and if anyone's listening as a parting word, I'd say please learn this art firstly to give back to you as a person and then give back to your people around you because that's how you start to give back. So thank you, Mr. B, for all of that you do. Right. And thank you, Samina, for your day. It was really lovely. Thank and, you so much. And we wanted everyone to know that we will be on next year as we close out this season um, of this particular sector. Um, we will continue on um, today and I think one more week for you, me and see to close out that season. And we'll keep talking. But the last thing I want everyone to remember that when you put your hand in your pocket and you gave someone money as a form of giving back, it's like giving him that fish the day yes. but if we pull out of your thought patterns if you pull out of your experiences if you pull out of your memory and share with the person some nugget that you yourself experienced or that you yourself have developed in your thought patterns you're giving them or teaching them how to fish for the rest of their life and so yes. we want that to stay with us all not just give a fish teach uh, teach everyone how to fish so thank you so much and look forward to meeting you all again Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Bless. Bye. Thank you. Bye. We want to thank everyone for listening. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. For your comments, see us on Facebook. Follow us. Also on Instagram. Follow us. Please send any inquiry to email. Mr. B at freetalkwithmrb.com or go online www.freetalkwithmrb.com We thank you and look forward to you again when we come on this week, next week and every Sunday on Free Talk with Mr. B.